God's will shall prevail. Amen. We are doing it God's way. Say doing it God's way. When we do it God's way, God will give us his own way of blessings. And the enemy will not triumph over God's promises because God is bigger than the enemy. Say amen. Say today is my moment of change. It's my hour of change. It's my season of change. It's my time for change. Because I serve the God who changes all things. Hallelujah. 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 Good things happen on Wednesdays. Good things happen on Wednesdays. Change is here. Your blessings are here because God is here. Shout God here. One more time. God is here. And my answer is here. Amen. Put your hands together for the king and be seated. Be seated. Be seated as a prince and as a, a princess in the kingdom of your father. Hallelujah. Every minute counts in this moment we find ourselves. Every minute counts. Tell your neighbor, every minute counts. So don't waste the time. Make good use of every moment. If it's prayer, you pray. If it's clapping, you clap. If it's about praises, you praise. If it's about shouting, you shout. If it's about singing, you sing. You must be fully in whatever we are doing. Fully operational, fully participating. And you can see God and see the hand of God at work. Hallelujah. Last week, we dealt with Eliab. And we are continuing again. Amen. There are enemies within that I call them the enemies of prophecies. They fight prophecies. They contend against prophecies. They ensure that the prophecy concerning your life doesn't materialize. And that is the kind of enemy I call the Eliab. See the Eliab. So there are a lot of Eliabs in our lives. And their position is to ensure that we do not experience the provisions, the promises, the counsel of God concerning your life, especially on prophecies. And Eliab knows that David has been a thorn in his flesh before and he wouldn't allow David to repeat or to win over him again and therefore he would do everything possible to obstruct David, to discourage David, to ensure that David doesn't rise to the occasion of becoming the man who will also um, take his place or lead but David is a man after God's own heart say this morning say this day I am a person uh, a man after God's own heart God has me on his mind I'm right in the heart of God and therefore God's favor favors me God's decision favors me hallelujah god's favor will favor you god's decision will favor you and the enemy is not happy with that and that is why he is doing everything to distract you to obstruct you but he will not prevail amen and so as we get into the service be fully involved 
tell yourself, I'll be involved. Amen. Because I may take you by surprise. By the time you realize I'm running, hitting some attitude that will just mesmerize your day if you are not careful. First Samuel chapter 17. First Samuel chapter 17. First Samuel chapter 17. Tell us about David and Goliath. But today it's not about David and Goliath. It's about David and Eliab. See, David and Eliab. Good. So that's what we'll be, we'll be delving into. And, and the basis of the exercise today is that you must be enriched. Tell your neighbor, you must be enriched. Amen. You must be enriched. And the enemy doesn't want you to be enriched. The enemy doesn't want you to experience the prophecies concerning your life. And so he's doing everything to fight it and he will not stand. In verse 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse number 23, but I'll take it from verse 25. Verse 23 gives us a picture of something and... Um, And it tells us about the intention. The Bible says, and whilst he was speaking with them, the champion, Goliath from the Gath, was going up from the battle line to the Philistines. And, you know, David had all that was going on. So in verse 25, everybody was afraid, but David comes on the scene and steals the heart of the people. The men of Israel said, have you seen this man? Who has come up? Surely he has come up to defile Israel. And it will be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich him with great riches. Who doesn't want to be enriched? We all want to be enriched. Hello? Are you here? Don't you want to be enriched? Don't you want to be enriched? I can't hear you. Ah, it looks like it's only me who wants to be enriched. Let me carry it home. If you want to be enriched, then you must kill your Goliath. Very simple. There is somebody throwing tantrums. There is somebody making all sorts of noise, intimidating, parading around, making life uncomfortable for you and for that which concerns you. And if you want to be enriched, the only means of being enraged is to kill or to remove the one who is actually making life uncomfortable. And the Bible says, he who kills him, the king will enrich him with great riches, will give him his daughter, and will make his father's house exempt from taxes in Israel. Three major benefits. Number one, he'll be enriched. Number two, will be given a daughter to marry free of charge. No diary. And then number three, will be exempted or exempt from taxes from Israel. And the other day I said that if the government will exempt me from paying tax, it will increase what I take home and I will enjoy more. In other words, if you are not paying certain benefits or certain taxes are not deducted or you are not paying, certainly it will make you happy. But these taxes here are severe taxes. It's not just about 
taxation on salaries and other things but it was a tax that was actually placing people that were poor or were not um, favored amongst the people in the land uh, placed under duress and they were charged with all sorts of things so the bible said david spoke to the man that stood by him saying what will be done for the man that kills this philistine and takes away the reproach from israel you are that man that must take away the reproach from your family if you don't take away the reproach the enemy will keep terrorizing and keep mesmerizing and keep mocking you and keep making you miserable. You hold a nice certificate, but the guy is messing you up. You're educated. He doesn't care about education. You are beautiful. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about your background. Royalty. He doesn't care about it. He's always making fun of you. Or through. Or through. Look at you. There is everything possible for you to come through and stand out. You have traveled length and breadth. You have been through place to places. You have, you have, you are coming from a good background. You are educated. You are good. You speak impeccable English, but you are not at the limelight. You are not thriving. You are not succeeding. There is a reproach hanging on your neck. And the Bible says, David spoke to the men that stood by him saying, what will be done to the man that kills this Philistine and takes away this reproach from Israel? For who is this circumcised Philistine that has that he should defile the armies of the living God? And David, then the people answered him in this same manner saying, so will be done to the man who kills him. The bottom line here is to kill say elimination there is something you must eliminate from your home eliminate from your finances eliminate from your career eliminate from your office eliminate within the settings of the church eliminate under this atmosphere called africa and the world and where you find yourself and in your geographical place of work or location there is something tormenting you and terrorizing you you must put to stop to a hold you must end that mirage end that trouble end that pain end that which is mocking you and until you end that thing until you eliminate it until you remove it you can never own your own peace and come out, stand out, and be comfortable in life. And the Bible says, David was so stressed out. David was so burdened that he wanted his father's house to be at peace. If they were rich, if they were comfortable, David wouldn't have asked, what would be done to the man who killed this uncircumcised Philistine? This morning, the question is, have you identified, this afternoon, this evening, have you identified what is making you or your home, your family, your marriage, your business, your person, you are an individual, a reproach. Because you, 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 are, you look good, you are okay. You are okay, but you are suffering. You see, people look at you and they rate you among a certain class of people, but you know you are not there. <laughs> they see you and they give you all kinds of accolades, but you know this one is just empty talk. So David had a cause. And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spoke to them. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David and said, why have you come down here? 
And David said that there is a cause. I am here because you couldn't handle this man and I am the one to defeat him. And that is what puts a beef between the two. And the Bible tells us that his anger was kindled against him. Now he made reference that David's place was not at the battleground. In two minutes I'll be done. He said that your place is not here. Your place is to keep the sheep. I am here to tell you prophetically that there is an enemy telling you that your place is to remain in the kitchen. Your place is to be jobless. Your place is to be single. Your place is to be poor. Your place is to be where you are and you don't deserve any height and a better place than where you are. But you will say no to the devil. Say no. Say no to the devil. Say no. Say I deserve a better honor. I deserve a better place. This is not where I belong. I don't think you are fired up today. You look too cold for me. Stand on your feet. You look too polished for me. You don't look aggressive at all. You look very comfortable. And I think that is why things have lingered in your life. Hello? Look, the kind of aggression David went to the battlefield was a sign that he was able to exit the shepherd attitude and he put on a warrior attitude. You must move out of just being a lamb or a ram or just calm and you must become violent to change your destiny. Say the violent take it by force. Say the violent take it by force. Say the violent take it by force. Why why you mess up? But it's time to rise up. It's time to rise up. It's time to rise up. Huh? Are we in church? Pastor, I think your people are not in church. Oh. I'll be done. I have 20 minutes and I'll stop. Amen. You don't look aggressive. You don't look ready. Or the AC is not making you comfortable. So we can turn the AC off. I've given you a profile. I've given you a skeleton of the body of everything David stood for. David was a shepherd boy. Look, your, your state must graduate. You must see an upgrade. He saw himself that he doesn't deserve to be a shepherd forever. If he saw and was comfortable of being a shepherd, he wouldn't have moved out of the, the shepherd fold from the desert and find out. He just went to feed his brothers, but he didn't go there to feed them in this case. He went there to see what was causing this fear, the uproar, and causing them not to be able to to silence the noise maker, that terror in the field. And he asks that, who is this person? Immediately they told him and he asked that, and what shall be done to the man that eliminates this man? You must be that eliminator. You must be that man, that woman, that put a stopper to all the rantings of the enemy in your camp. There's somebody making too much noise. Somebody created 
a sin all the time. Creating a sin. Making your marriage miserable. Making your business miserable. Making your ministry miserable. And all you are doing, crossing your leg and watching him. Hey, my dear friend. Now what for you? Sorry for you. Ask your neighbor, how old are you? And until when do you deserve a change? Are you waiting for how many more years to come? David said, there is a cause. See, he said, there is a cause. Say, I am here today. <laughs> Say, I am here today. Tell your neighbor, I don't like your attitude today. I don't like the way your composure. I don't like it. I don't like it. You look relaxed. You don't look aggressive. You don't look ready. Maybe the person seated by you has some bad women. Move away from him. Move away from her. Find a different place and sit. Move away. Move away from them. Some people carry some things and they came. And that thing has actually infused you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Say today. I put an end to the rantings. Look, there are all kinds of noise making. All kinds of things. People are saying things and doing things. Do you know why Elijah said, call upon your God and I'll call upon my God? It was a time of distinction. A time to make the difference. A time to deserve. I mean, for everyone to know his or her position. And until they'll keep making noise, they'll keep attacking you with the same thing. And it was about David and Eliab. See David and Eliab. See David and Eliab. See prophetically. See today. By the mantle. Of change. I speak into the spirit. I speak into the spirit. And I raise a standard. See I raise a standard. Against the enemy. There is somebody. There is someone who hates you. Your readiness to turn things around in the family. And likewise, your country. There is somebody who doesn't want. Do you know there are people who doesn't want Ghana to change? Doesn't want America to change? Doesn't want Great Britain to change? Doesn't want Canada? Doesn't want Africa, Asia? Doesn't want. They want things the same way as they, it is. And there are people, even in the church, they don't want things to change. They want church to remain the way it is. So anything you say or you bring up, they are against it. Yet they won't leave the church or they will still remain in the church. Saturday they will show up. And there are some too that will not show up. They will tell you they are part of it and they will ask, what happened this Sunday? And what happened on Monday? Now we call Wednesday night is saying, and they will tell you that, yes, we will join you soon. Give me your right hand. Give me your right hand. Say today, in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. As Jacob changed the name of the place from loose to better, today I am here to make a drastic change. To make a permanent change. To make a permanent change. And Jacob changed the name of the place from loser to better. This morning I changed what I am seeing into water. I expect to water. I desire. I declare a change.
But one that is left, as for him, ah, prophet, 
mature and experienced one, they don't qualify. Then who else will qualify? Then the prophet said, as for him, we can't wait till he comes. He's so important that we have to send and fetch for him. We have to fetch for him. And Eliab anger rose up from that day. There are people that have marked you. They've blacklisted you. They've actually eyed you from day one. From day one, they've eyed you. There are people that have never been happy with you from the day you were nominated, the day you were promoted, the day you passed the exams, the day you got married, the day you carried the pregnancy, the day you were you were ordained, the day you became a man of God, the day you became a businessman, the day you came out uh, and stood for what you are standing for, the day you were promoted, the day you went on that trail, uh, they said no. Then here you are again, or they were. You show up, you just surface again and something they've been struggling to attain to do to overcome then from nowhere your name comes up from nowhere you show up what do you expect them to do they may not juju you or they may not cast a spell but they'll confront you face to face one on one this was not a spiritual confrontation. This was a physical confrontation between two brothers, the older and the younger. But the younger prevailed over the older because the younger had the support of the king and the older never got the support of the king. That alone is an enough ground, was an enough grounds for the older to feel peeved against his younger brother. What haven't you been rated or given the attention, the care, and the catechesis and all than the other people? It has already drawn enemies to you and make you feel very unwanted. But today you will change it. Say, I will change it. Jacob left his father and mother after he had received the blessings from his father he lay on the stone and he saw angels ascending and descending on top of it was god himself and it was no other place than the gate of heaven and the bible said when he rose up that morning he took oil and poured it upon the stone and the bible said and he changed the name of the place called lose to better and when he changed the name of the place he went on a journey returned back again with a double portion of blessing and said i am the man who got here the other day and made a covenant with you and i said i'll give one tenth of all my earnings and God has watched over me and got back to Bethel again you must return back to Bethel but before you come back to Bethel with the testimony you must change something from lose to Bethel there's something must change let me rephrase it there are things if you don't change in your father's house when you go you can't come back there are things if you don't change in your family when you go you can't come back the reason why most people are locked up in europe or in america in other parts of the world they have not changed a thing when where they left on society so he can't return they can't return i am prophesying to you make a change and the change you make when you go to your father's house your mother's house they can tell they can see the evidence of the change you see the reason why you can't return to the family, there's nothing you have to show for it. The same way you left is the same way you are returning. No. Jacob said, I left with just a staff, but I've returned with a double portion of nations. He got back to Bethel, 
and the covenant was complete. You are declaring today, you are changing your lose to better. And as you change it to better, you are going for double portion and you will return back with a breakthrough. And he said, I started this journey here and God has brought me back with blessings. You must return back to Ghana. Return back to that place. Return back to your marriage. Return to your father's house. Return to your mother's house. Return to your career. Return to those who knew you were a failure. Those who knew you were a disappointment. Those who knew you were a reproach. Those who knew that you can't earn a meal a day. You can't even have a job. And you can never stand out. Did they see you after this month? After this second half? And see the God of providence. The God of provision. The God that answered by fire. The God of answer. The God of breakthrough. His name is Jehovah Bar Perazim. The word Perazim means breakthrough. May God give you a breakthrough. May God give you a breakthrough. May God give you a breakthrough. May Jehovah Bar Perazim. May he give you a breakthrough. Shout Perazim. Shout Perazim. Shout Perazim. Perazim means breakthrough. Hebrew means breakthrough. Say Perazim. Breakthrough. He came back with a breakthrough. You see, when you are returning to a place and you have made it, you don't go hiding by the corner and by some side, peeping and asking, what is there? Who is there? You go boldly. If it's in the car, you honk your horn. Your, you know, in a way, there's a way you honk a car, the horn of a car, and it's very intimidating. There's the other one that is very pious, and there's the other one that is very victorious. And the guy came back. Jacob came back to better. Say, I shall return. My comeback shall be greater than my loss, than my reproach. Therefore, I decree today I change what I came to meet. What I came to meet. Whatever I'm involved in this thing, be it marriage, be it education, be it health, finance, be it in where I are. I am a changer of things that refuses to change. I am a destiny changer. I am a destiny changer. And as a destiny changer, I change what refuses to change. And by this change, I draw attention to myself. <laughs> Lift up your hand again. Yes, son, your Yeah, look. I want you to know today those who want you to fail, they are more than those who want you to win, to succeed. Better get it straight. Hello? David had how many brothers? Eight brothers. They all want him to fail. I am telling you practically. David's father's house, there was nothing like inheritance or there was nothing like any image. He took the last boy from the back behind to go past the seven and to be ahead of them and for him to move or jump over the seven he needed to fight lions he needed to kill bears and he needed to kill goliath before he could become the first yeah. i want to ask you one question before you pray whom have you killed or what have you conquered? I, 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 I said he was keeping the sheep. He first mastered, overpowered, overcame lions and bear. 
then he moved from the bottom. Before he, he overpowered the three generals, Eliab, Abinadam, Shammah, he needed to kill Goliath. For the whole of Israel to compose a song for him, he deserved to conquer what Israel from the king to the least in Israel have not been able to conquer. So for you to become a toast, to become that man they will applaud, that woman, there must be something you do in the church, you do in the family, you do in your office, you do in the ministry, you do in your father's house, your mother's house, that nobody has not been able to do it. And it doesn't take empty jobs or worse. It takes. Yes. You must be a fighter. Tell your neighbor, you must be a fighter. You must be a fighter. You see, I'm a fighter. I look very lanky, very small in size. But try me and see. Amen. It is not the size. See, it is not the size. It is the quantum of what is deposited in me. Raise your hand. Amen. Your ability to conquer what you are going through gives you victories for years to come. Your failure to conquer what is happening now tells you that you are a nobody and you have no future tomorrow. So don't run away. No wonder somebody said that he would fight and run away. He lives to fight another day. So don't run away. Tell your neighbor, don't run away. Don't just fight. Win the fight. Win the fight. Because if you run away from this fight, another one will show up soon. And because you have no experience, you can't use that against what you are facing. David said, when the lion came, I killed it. When the bear came, I killed with my bare hands. Because of this experience, I can kill you too. And Goliath was intimidated by these words. Cast David by his God. And David employed his God. And he said, you come against me with, with spear and with javelin. I come to you in the name of the God of the army of Israel and I'll kill you. And the word kill became a reality. This time it was not John 10, 10 but it was the word David spoke that killed Goliath. May your words conquer today. May your words bring you victory today. Say in the name of Jesus. Say one more time. I change her. Whatever obstructs me and distracts me in life, I change it. I change it. Say I change the terror. I change the fear. I change any form of mishap and backwardness and setback. I change it. Say I change the record. Say I change my medical report. My medical history. I change her. Uh, whatever the devil has written about me. Uh, I change it. Uh, by the words. Uh, that gives life. I change it. I change it. I change it. I change it. Amen. Say I change it. Say I change it. So David said what will be done? What is the reward? Reward is an encouragement to put yourself into something without excluding your strength. You can put your strength into something, but you have excluded your strength to push into the end. So David said, if this is what will be given to the man who kills this man, I am ready to kill him. Ask yourself, how can a 17-year-old boy go and kill a champion? Say, there's something inside me. 
Say, activate it. I'm giving you two minutes and I'll come back in prayer with some revelations before we go. Say, I activate the champion in me that can handle animals without sword, without catapult, without weapons. Let the God that is in me overpower the enemy ranting from without. I shut him up. I stop him. Whoever intimidates me, whatever intimidates me, today I came to trouble you and to silence you and to remove you from this place. Your place, your place has come to an end. I declare it. I announce it. I proclaim it. I prophesy. Clap your hands and pray in the name of Jesus. Come on, open your mouth. Clap your hands and pray. Declare it. Change it up. Command it up. Overpower. 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 Stop it in the spirit. Stop. Stop it in the spirit. 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 Overpower it. Overpower it. Annul it. Disqualify it. Remove it. In the name of Jesus. Take authority. 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 Satire. 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 Satire, 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 in Jesus name say in the second half I'm not for negotiation <laughs> I've seen a lot of people in prayer they go in negotiation into negotiating let's negotiate if you stop troubling me Satan me too I'll stop troubling you don't say that to the devil if you stop attacking me I also pray, stop praying against you. Say no. Tell your neighbor, say no. Say no to the devil. Say this time around, the answer is no. No compromise. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say I demand a credible change. Transformational change. Progressive change. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for the king. I was praying whilst I was getting myself ready to enter what I am about to deliver to you. The Lord showed me something. I want to read that to you. He said, every good coach or every good leader 
make strategic changes in the second half. Any, in every competition, any leader that wins the competition made changes that was so important and that is how he or she got his victory. So if you want to win, you must make changes. Make changes. Every good coach or a leader changes his or a strategy to either maintain the lead or to avoid losing. So if you want to maintain your lead, you make some changes. Or to avoid losing. The question is, are you going to avoid losing or you want to maintain your lead? And that's what we are going to do. Say in the name of Jesus. Say this second fish. Say this second half. My victory is determined by what I change. So what will you change today? You see, you are going a certain path. Things are not working for you. And you don't have faith also to get to the end. Make some changes. You see the end. Because it's either your plans or your, 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 your aim is outdated. Make some changes. Say make some changes. But it must be progressive. It must be progressive. Amen. Say this time. Say this time. I make a change. That will favor my future in the name of Jesus. Then the Lord said, look at these four lepers in 2 Kings. They said, if we sit here, we die. They made a change to make a move and they turned the whole of Samaria around. The change you make from today, spiritual, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, maritally, and every aspect, things will work for your good. They were leprous, but their ideas were not leprous. Their future was not leprous. Their success was not leprous. They were determined. They made that change. And the whole of Syria army were in pandemonium. They ran and left their camp. Left money. Left clothing. Left chariots. And lepers took over. People that were ostracized, they could bring a change. You have not been ostracized. And if you have been ostracized like David, you can make the change and be the head of the family. You can't. You can't. You can't. I can't. I am standing here because I made some changes. You can also make a change, and that change will bring transformational progress. You can't. You can't. Tell your neighbor you can't. Tell your neighbor you can't. Say, I can't. Raise your hand. I have two more minutes and hand over. Say, in the name of Jesus. Say, I make a qualitative change. Say, a qualitative change. Say, by divine decree. I change what I am seeing from a spiritual perspective. Change it before that ugly change comes after you. I'm talking to you. Retrogressive change is full of disgrace and full of humiliation. Progressive change is full of admiration, acceptance, and welcoming. Which one do you choose? Which one do you choose? Hello? If we sit here with that, if I remain in this condition, I will be a reproach. If this thing continues, it means I'm going nowhere. But the change I made today will turn things around tomorrow. I am prepared to make that change. I am prepared to make that change. Obedience will lead to a sacrifice and the sacrifice will bring the blessing. Amen. That is why you can't compare yourself with somebody. 
You are on the same grade, the same age, the same school, the same graduation, the same certificate, but your earnings can be different because you made a change on how you presented yourself. Say, so by this understanding, we drive on the same road, but we all don't run into accident or run into the same pit or the same pothole. It is about how I do what I navigate, how I am able to steer the wheel. Steering the wheel is not spiritual. Steering the wheel, it is not someone doing it. Steering the wheel, it is something that is in your brain. It's an inbuilt thing. You must determine not to run into that pit. Go into that pothole. It is your choice. It is your decision. Are you willing to go into the pit? Go into the pothole or you are ready to make a diversion? Raise your hands, raise your hands, raise your hands. When things delay, it doesn't mean answers have delayed. When things delay, it's a sign that you must make an effort to change what is making it stagnant. I thought you planned. <laughs> ah. Huh. Hey. Say the way I feel must not reflect in my outward man. Because it's an inner thing. The choice of laughter is a change an individual makes in the inside. And it shows in the outside. Raise your hands. Let's do this and close. Amen. I believe you have had enough. Amen. Raise your hands. Say in this leap here, I leap over incurable diseases diseases, blood related diseases, organ diseases, sudden death, and any attribute to the looming viruses. In the name of Jesus, I make a change. It's my year of unlimited blessings. It's a leap year. Therefore, I leap over any obstruction, distraction, interactions, interference that will set me back from leaping into my quantum leap. <laughs> say in the name of Jesus. In one minute, say by my God. Say by my God. I leap over. I jump over. By my God. Psalm 18, 29. By my God, I ran through a troop. And by my God, I leap over. Say I leap over the cash. I leap over the setback. I leap over the seven sons. And I put myself at the end. I am the head. I enrich myself. Though I have nothing to show forth from school and from how I was born and from what I've been through and from what I've gone through and from what I've come through, David came from behind and became the king. Anointed first before his brethren, second before Judah before the whole of Israel. Yet he was a shepherd boy. A shepherd boy becoming a king. I refuse to be where I am. I take my place as the head and not the tail. As above her and not beneath her. As on top her. I go past her. Those that are head her. I go past her. Those that are taking the head. In the name of Jesus. By the anointed of the overtaker. I overtake I overtake. I overtake. I overtake. Sharp leap over. Say leap over. Say I ran through a troop. I leap over the invisible walls. 
Life is full of invisible things. It's full of what? Invincible things. Things you cannot see with your eyes. In the next one minute, put your hands up and let's do it. Amen. I'm taking a prophetic seed. If you are led, drop a seed of leaping over what you cannot see, but it's fighting you. I drop this seed and I leap over what is fighting me, but I cannot see it. There are things fighting you, but you cannot see. Jesus said they have eyes, but they cannot see. They have ears, but they cannot hear. But when you as you saw your seed, as you plant your seed, may you jump over, may you leap over, may you overcome, may you stand out in the name of Jesus. May your seed determine your harvest. Yes. There are things you don't see. They are this is not invisible forces in Ghana. There are also forces that all around. There are wars. There are opposition. Have you paid answer? Say, I leap over it. Do you know you have friends you don't know that they are demons? Do you know you have family members you don't know they are witches and wizards? Do you know you have parents you don't know who they are? Their psyche, their makeup, you cannot tell. And they are beyond what they are. You have neighbors, your own brothers. Huh? Joseph had 12 brothers. Huh? And the Bible tells us huh, the 11 of them, huh, one of them huh, was not just for him, huh, but all of them, huh, the Bible said, they were enemies of his progress. They fought his prophecy. Yet they were the same people that were always saying that that I be, that I be. Raise your hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say by this declaration today as I walk out of this house let their sons and daughters the haters, those that are envious of my next move and my next level, let them bow at my feet. Let them come to me. Let them come and beg. Let them come and make peace. Clap your hands and pray. Finally, pray. Finally, pray. Finally, pray. Finally, pray. Finally, pray. Finally, pray. We live over. We jump over. We leap over. We jump over. We leap over. Enemies of progress. 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 By my daughter. Rato. 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 Leap over. Let the enemy come and bow before. 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 Bow before, bow before, bow before, that is a small. Bow before, 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 overcome, 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 Jesus. Say no more. Say Satan no more. 